Hello everyone and welcome to a, another episode of Zing This. You got me Zinger and I'm joined by Ellie. And of course we got the other host with the most, Berg. Who's that? Well we couldn't find him so I, me, Berg, I'll join him. And we are joined by the great, the powerful, the all-knowing Phil Rude. How is it going, sir? I now know the way, so it's going very well. Yes, this is the way. Uh, if you did not, for some reason, read the title of this episode, or for some reason just go into these episodes blind, we are going to be talking about The Mandalorian. Now, Shout out to Riku! Now, I will... Thank, thank you. I will point this out. I have spoken about The Mandalorian on the Knights of Vader podcast, so I will try to keep my comments kind of held back because I've already discussed it and give you three the opportunity to discuss it and everything. I mean, of course, I'll still be here talking about it, but I'm just saying that you guys, I think, have some very interesting opinions and I want to have them discussed. Uh, the... The, the leading cause of this, though, is Ellie fell in love with this show and really wants to discuss it. So, with her complete silence, we will go to her now. Ellie, um, we're going to start off with our top three moments or characters or top three things from this show that, that, that you enjoyed the most. So, we're going to start with you. Me? You. Yes, oh, you. Okay. Um, well, this show was very, very hard for me to pick top three. Um I am embarrassed to say I'm just a huge fangirl of this show. I can't talk about it enough. I love it so much. I don't care if people don't like it. I love it, and it's awesome. And is it October yet? For, for the next season. Yes. <laughs> but I would say um, my top three... Gosh, this is really hard for me to pick. Um, I loved when IG-11... Um, at the very end of, spoiler alert, uh, of season one, um, walked into the lava river and basically was like, I'm protecting you all. I'm a badass. This is what's got to be done. And This is the way. Yes, this is the way. Um, I, I just watched it again, like about an hour ago, and I cried again. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you were just judging me. I, I may, maybe a little bit, but <laughs> yes, that that is a very emotional scene. Oh my gosh! I mean, wait, just, wait, wait to bring down the party already, I Ellie. Know. I'm so, well, I'll get this one over with. That's why I said this one first. Right. Um, just the way Mando <clears throat> was kind of finally appreciating a droid, and I don't know, it's just the whole moment was really cool, and I, I liked it a lot. Um, I would say another top moment would be, um, oh gosh, I forgot her name. Is it Cara? Cara? Cara Dune. Cara Cara? Cara Dune. No one else? Break a Dune. <laughs> <laughs> well, the big badass uh, shock trooper lady. Cara Dune. Yes. Cara Dune. I know, I don't know, I can't remember if it's Cara it's, or Cara. It's, it's Dune. It's of, of Alderaan, which is a nice touch. Miss Dune. There you go. Um, Miss Dune, if you're nasty. She is... <laughs> pretty awesome <laughs> and just just her as a character okay i absolutely fell in love with her um she's pretty awesome it was nice to see the the amazing female presence and i i know that they're not meant to be together i know that's silly they're friends they're buds but i don't know i kind of wanted to see 
the little Mando. This this show is not about romance. It's a Star Wars show. They Star Wars doesn't know how to write romantic. I just saying. I don't know. I like the chemistry between the two. It's pretty fun. But she she's awesome. Can't wait to see her again in season two. Um, and I'm sure you're gonna know, but the baby is by far just. I can't. The child. Every time I see the child on the screen, I just melt. So, All right. Yes. So so we're, we're going to see if we have any crossover with this. But probably not. Mine's kind of weird. All right. I, I'll go last. Uh, <laughs> Phil, I'll, I'll let you um, step up to the plate now with your top three things, moments, whatever from this show. Well, I'll uh, I'll get the crossover out of the way. And I'll say Gina Carano uh, was my just as a, as a whole. Yes. I know it's kind of a cheat to not pick a specific moment but i thought she was great in this yeah um Mm -hmm. i think i think it's so rare it's like that pro wrestler thing you don't expect mma fighters to be able to (laughs) come into acting uh but she did that soderbergh movie uh haywire or something like that a few years ago where she basically just had to stomp her way through like beating the crap out of everybody uh, but here they kind of gave her some some meat to do, and I I agree. I, I I like that they didn't make it a romance; that they just made these two warriors just have respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she was great. I I really I really surprisingly enjoyed an MMA fighter in an acting role. So <laughs> uh, that was great. Uh, episode two when Mando goes back for the child, and he kind of sneaks through the compound, um, taking guys out. It's that thing of where everybody's always been like, oh, what's so great about Boba Fett and Mandalorians? It's like, this is it, this is it right here. It shows you just how kind of B.A. these oh, guys yeah. are. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's sneaking around. He's coming out of the shadows. And uh, it's just such a great uh, sequence that, that they put together there. Um, and a great character moment for, mm-hmm. for the Mandalorian where he, you know, he was not a mercenary there for a minute. And uh, I can't not mention the biker scouts hanging out, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, trying to shoot a, a piece of garbage, and and the one who's uh, let me see it. You just you can't see it. I'm not showing it to you. Like that that whole scene is so hilarious. I I can't get over. Uh, no matter how many times I watch it, I can't stop laughing at it. It's so good. <laughs> That, that that is definitely uh, that that is I think up there for one of the most Star Wars scenes in, ever in Star Wars because it has you know yeah. them blasting and just kind of a good downtime that we don't ever really get because everything's moving so fast in a lot of these movies and stuff that it was just and it, go, go ahead it's a little it's a little meta about how yeah. stormtroopers can't you know like they're looking at their gun like oh that's the problem the gun is <laughs> he shakes it, it. <laughs> he was shaking it at one point <laughs> it's, just, it's so funny and it's <laughs> It still works without being complete parody, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Eric, you you are up, sir. What what were your three? Awesome. Do we have do I have more crossover? So uh, just just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, Time to be. So I wrote down three characters and three kind of moments or whatever, and I realized there's a lot of crossover with them. But really, the only crossover is I didn't specifically write down Cardoon, although I almost did. But I did write down just that episode where they're on Sorgan, and I loved that just that whole episode because it was seeing uh, Mando, seeing a Mandalorian who, up until this point, you've just seen w- through the movies and through the show, just as this warrior, and just seeing him in this sort of slice of life uh, <laughs> where he's with these these people on this this forest planet. I loved that. I love that whole thing. Seeing the child 
uh, with all the other kids. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so, it was so great. So that's my and of course meeting Cardoon, who was just an amazing character. Um, so then, so my next two characters I realized tied into my next um, kind of episode or, or moment or whatever. But it was Finnick Shan, um, played by Ming Nguyen, and mm-hmm. uh, Pelimoto, who was played by Amy Sedaris. And I feel like I'm kind of calling back to a couple weeks ago when we talked about Bojack, because I love yeah. Princess Carolyn. Because I love Amy Sedaris. I, she's freaking amazing. <laughs> and uh, she was awesome in that. And of course, that whole episode I just thought was really cool because it also hints towards probably Boba Fett coming into the, the Mandalorian. We, we, we will discuss. That episode I thought was, was really cool. Yes, we'll discuss I, more. I, I, I want to discuss that that part in that, yes. in that episode. And then, I, and then I realized my last moment in character go together, and that's Moff Gideon. Um, mm. I love Giancarlo Esposito. He plays a fantastic villain, and I loved his character, but that moment at the end where he cuts out of the wreckage with the Darksaber was just <laughs> freaking cool and awesome and definitely sets up more things to come. So, um, love Giancarlo. Love that moment. Love his character. Well, I am proud that, my, that, that as I anchor this, this top three moments, characters, or whatever, that mine have no crossover with anybody. At all. <laughs> That's like, only because you modified stop. as we we're talking. No, I didn't. And, <laughs> and even yeah, like twenty moments on there. And, uh... <laughs> and even though I did have one that I was about to put on there and I switched it, it still didn't even. But it kinda touched on Phil's. It kinda touched on Phil's. But mine are the armorer versus the stormtroopers in the final episode. Where she's sitting there and they come in, they start to mess with her yes, and she just fight. Yeah. beats them to death i because i so cool i love that character it was just such a great character because it's like this this um this this character that I, her helmet was awesome just everything about her was awesome and i just smacked the living crap out of my mic uh everything about her was awesome and i just really enjoyed getting to see her actually fight because it was one of those things i'm like oh is, is are we ever going to see any other mandalorians fight or are we ever going to see and then we saw a ton of mandalorians fight and then we saw her fight and i was like oh that is awesome so that's so that is that. Um, my next one is a character, and it's Queel, and Aww, I, I I know I know, Aww. and it's just because one I, I I love the character from the first time you got to meet him the um, the I have spoken, uh, just a a very interesting character that we learn more about as time goes on, and yes I I, I am well, sad the person that does him too yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and and yeah. I think they did a great job with everything with them. It felt like such a it's a it's such a great real character. Had more connections to the grander universe of being like you know he, he the the empire he was enslaved by the empire and he served his time, mm-hmm. and it was a great thing to see that kind of transition with that stuff. So I I really like that character and everything. And yes, it is sad that that character died, but he also gave us the IG unit coming back. With I I think a lot of people do like that character when it comes back because it's just the programming and just mm-hmm. robot logic and everything is just humorous to us humans. Um, and then my final moment that, that I want to bring up is actually the first moment of the entire series. Just the opening of the show, the, 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 the bounty hunting, the, the shootout in the bar, just all of that, just the setup for like everything this series is, I think was just basically put forth right there. And I instantly fell in love with this show off of just like from him coming in, getting the bounty to him leaving and putting him in a carbon freeze. Like just that, like yeah. I was, I, I love star Wars, but I was like, I am completely sold on just this moment. Like you could have just shown me this and I would have been like, this is amazing. But then it kept going. 
Um, right. I will say my honorable mention because it kind of, I, like I said, I teased that Phil and everything. Uh, the episode where they go to break the um, the one person out of prison and he's hunting them all down oh, yeah. like he's like like he's the alien from the yeah. alien movies with with all the red. I I really like that scene and everything, but I was like, ah, oh, no, the 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 opening's better. But yeah, it, it is. I I do like the moments where the Mandalorian gets to show us how super like why they are these like oh, legendary like warriors. Time the light went off and he was closer yeah oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> such great mo- i mean it, it it's it's and it is it is hard to pick out moments in this show it because is. i really love this show but yeah. i think what we're going to follow this up with is uh what were your original thoughts on the show and 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 i mean did you fall in love with it or did you hate it or you know what where, where, where does this land in Star Wars for you? And if you want to kind of give like a little, you know, like your opinion on current Star Wars, try to keep your statements to less than 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> Ellie, <laughs> Ellie, we, we, we will start with you and oh go God. and go around that way again. So Ellie, with you, um, what, what were your thoughts on this show and your current opinion of Star Wars and how it fits into that? Um, okay, so my opinion on this show, I was a hyper like I was on the hype train when they first choo choo yes when they first announced the show I was excited I was not disappointed after I watched it um, watching through the whole season a second time I was just as much excited probably because I knew what things were coming up mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god I can't wait to see this again um, this show got me excited for Star Wars again all right um, there and and what 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 could come. Uh, okay. I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean, because obviously you get excited about things and sometimes they disappoint you. Um, but I'm excited of if we could get more stuff like this. I'm very excited about what we have in store later on. Um, I'd say I'm more excited about this than I was the last two movies okay. of the of the final trilogy when it came to the, you know, the original set. Um I don't know. I've been really excited about some of these offshoot stuff more than I have the main main series. Just mm-hmm. some of the the um, one shot movies that they had and and this series. So I, I would say if we're going to get more of this, I'm very excited about what Star Wars has to offer us in the future. Now, not to put you on the spot. Yes. Not to call you out, but I'm going to probably do this with with the other oh, two, no, yeah, and I'll even fine. point out myself. Um, are you caught up with the Clone Wars? No. Okay, so so you have not watched the new season of Clone Wars. I have not. No, I'm not okay. caught up with that. Okay, I'm just asking because yep. it's relevant because we kind of have a new age of Star Wars here, and right. certain things kind of fall into place. So I'm just and asking. I, and I am. I have planned on going ahead, and I'm just going to start from season one again. You just, mean movie one? You got to start from oh, the movie first, the, and then go to the season yes, one. Yeah, I know you like those a lot. I always forget that. Oh no 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 no! There, there, there's a movie. There's the Clone Wars movie. That's know, the precursor, know, but that's but not the the, the right. Taron Aronofsky thing. That's right. the cell I got up behind me. <laughs> that you talk about all the time. Yes. God, that is such a great series. <laughs> but no, I plan on. Um, yes, I plan on getting caught up on all of that. I have plenty of time. And, and, and also for for your zinger talks about Star Wars bingo. There's your <laughs> zinger mentions the animated micro series. Yes, so um, exactly. I'm sure somebody almost has bingo now. So um, so so yeah. So so we got your opinion, Ellie. Yep. Let's move on to Phil again. Phil, um, give give us the breakdown of 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 this show and and, and how it touched you and 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 where where your opinion is on Star Wars. 
Well, I'm going to start by saying if you hadn't brought up that Clone Wars series, I was going to. Good, because, uh, good. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, the, as far as The Mandalorian went, I I really enjoyed this because this is sort of a... I feel like the, the whole tone of this show is very classic Star Wars. It, mm-hmm. It's that return of... Uh, it's not about... It's not about Skywalkers. It's not about light and dark. It's not about Jedi. This is this is going back to like telling a samurai story or a yes. spaghetti western, which is what Star Wars mm-hmm. came from originally. And a lot of this, the overarching story was fine, but really like the little the jailbreak episode, mm-hmm. the Jawa episode, these sort of self-contained stories mm-hmm. that were just fun. Uh, is is that that's what I love about Star Wars in the first place. That's what I. I got out of uh, a lot of those Dark Horse comics that were, you know, these kind of self-contained miniseries and the the anthology comics. Like, that's what it felt like. And so this this whole series was just fun for me. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I was honestly pretty skeptical about it when it first rolled out um, because a lot of the stuff that, you know, is on the heels of the, the solo movie that I didn't enjoy. Um uh, the Clone Wars, uh, all these bigger sort of expanded universe stuff didn't quite click with me. Uh, so I was really pleasantly surprised by this. And um, and then I, wa- I watched it when it first rolled out. And then I watched it again in the last week in preparation for this. And, you know, even better second time through. So it's one of those things I think I'm going to probably be able to revisit the way I do the, the older Star Wars movies that I enjoy. Uh, just, just real quick for everyone. I know you're probably hearing it in the background. Eric has a train going by his house. I think. Yes, I was. I was wondering. If that was gonna, I was wondering. I was wondering if that was going to pick up, and I was like, it might not. And then yeah, it, so, it, yes, it train is going. Yeah, it, it sounded like sci-fi weird. Cause me and Ellie are both looking at each other, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, Eric's by one of the train tracks, and I'm sure they're moving a train right now for no reason. Well, that, that Snowpiercer uh, series premieres tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I so Eric lived in a boxcar. <laughs> uh, I did. Well, can of beans that around the box trash can is not the box car. Children, that was that was based on my childhood. <laughs> Wow, they're 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 really hitting that 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 in 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 world advertising for that show. Then, um, no, they. Um, all right, Eric, Phil, Phil, you were you were you were done, right? Sorry, I, I detract because I'm like I can hear that, and there's no way I can edit that out, so I'm just gonna reference it real quick. <laughs> all right, uh, Eric. So so what what about you, sir? What how how this series touch you? I I freaking loved it. Um, I, you know, again, I was, I was kind of, kind of like uh, Phil was saying, I was a little bit skeptical just because I was, I mean, it's on, I mean, people like to say that Disney is what's messed up Star Wars. I think it goes beyond Disney uh, or what people, when, the, when people say Star Wars has been messed up, a lot of people blame Disney. So I'm like, hey, here's the Star Wars show that's you being used to sell the launch of this brand new streaming service. And I was kind of like, well, we'll see. And then like the first the first reviews that came out were so good. That's what got me to be like, all right, I'm going to try the, the seven day trial or whatever. And then of course, as soon as I watched that done with the first episode, I immediately got my credit card out and, and <laughs> bought a subscription. Um, I, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I, I looked forward each week to Fridays, uh, 
I would get home from work and uh, after dinner, before our smash nights, I would always watch the episode because I'd want to be like, I want to get on because I don't want to not watch it and then have someone spoil it for me. So um, I, I look forward to it. And when we had our discussion about uh, bingeable shows, I, we kind of touched in general about this. I loved, 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 loved how this was a weekly show and not a here's a whole season at once because I was go before I didn't get a chance to rewatch the the first season before we recorded, but I was kind of going through earlier and just kind of refreshing myself. And I was like, I remember distinct episodes of this. It's not mm-hmm. like here is one mm-hmm. giant season where it's a blur of events, and I don't remember names of episodes. I don't remember like where one thing happened or another. I'm like, I remember distinct episodes, and it brought me back to a time when there was kind of quote unquote water cooler talk because the next day, or usually because it was on a Friday, it'd be like that Monday. Everyone at work was talking about it, and I I love that. I love that about this show. It made you talk about things, and uh, yeah, so absolutely. I, I loved it, and I'm very, very, like Ellie said, I'm excited for October. So um, so for me, I, I I guess, I mean, it's it's obvious. I do a Star Wars podcast, so I like Star Wars. I like certain aspects of Star Wars more than others, and I, this this might be a controversial opinion. This might um, ruffle some feathers. This might anger some people. I agree with Ellie to a certain extent. Um, I am more excited about what's going on with the Mandalorian than I was about um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 okay. To to reiterate the the I I like the Last Jedi a lot. So there there's there's that whole conversation on, on the side there. Um, Rise of Skywalker, it is what it is. It's it, it's a movie, it does what it needs to, it ends a saga that, did we want to see an end to? Maybe not. Is that how we envisioned it? No. Did it ruin my childhood? No, because I still have the original trilogy that is unaffected by all this. This series, though, brought back that pure love for Star Wars mm-hmm. that I think we all have mentioned here, yep. that we... Yep feel like and yes is disney running star wars in certain aspects yeah maybe but this hands down this was made by fans for fans there is fan service but i don't feel it's beat you over the head with it i feel it is necessary to the plot and necessary to certain aspects and that's why i love this show from the very beginning and i i i I believe there's probably recordings of me somewhere being against this or, or against that but i I take all that back. I fell in love with this series, and it reignited my love for Star Wars. And I want to see what they can do with this because, as I said, I love Star Wars. Skywalker's great. That saga's done. I want new stuff. I want something new. Rogue One. Yes, it does tie into all the the Star Wars stuff, but I think that Rogue One is one of the better Star Wars movies because is it fan service and pandering? Yes, but it's the fan service that makes sense and plays into it. Yeah, exactly. And and but that that's the thing and and Last Jedi kind of broke a mold and we all saw what happened with that the entire internet got angry and then there's a handful of people that still <laughs> like it. this isn't a discussion about that I will stop yes but no the, the Mandalorian's great and I I I'm I'm excited for October I was I understand we live in dark times this is the darkest timeline and everything but um a, a light in the tunnel was knowing that start that everything was done for mandalorian and that it would still be coming out no delays so i yeah. was very so in, in in the realm of all the bad stuff that, that yes. was a moment of of shining glory for me that was like oh good i got something to look forward to in the fall yay um as for and i know this is an ongoing discussion on zingness but we're gonna bring it up real quick 
uh, do you like the format model they used, Ellie, of the weekly release as opposed to a episode dump? I don't mind that at all. I mean, obviously it's fun to have like a binge party. And, you know, we did it for the last season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And it was fun, you know. But, um, no, I, I mean, I, I'm okay either way. I'm, I'm cool with it being one time. I'm cool with it being broken up. It gives you something to look forward to. And, you know, it, it does kind of suck when you binge a show and you're like, oh, damn, that's it. <laughs> you know, it is, it is nice to and go, oh, gosh, I can't wait to watch the next episode next week. So I, I, I don't have a problem with it being that way if that's what they continue to do. All right. Phil, what, what about you? What was your opinion? Do you, would you prefer a dump of episodes or this weekly release that we got from Mando? They, they can throw them out however they want to. I'm not going to sit and watch any show in one sitting. I just I just can't do it. For a lot of what Eric said resonated with me. Like, I get to the end of a season, and a lot of it's a blur. You know, I can't separate out events and the time they happen in. So I usually, if I'm binging something, it's maybe one, two episodes a day at most. And like this, I watched like an episode a day. Mm. Um, and like, you know, I, I don't like waiting week to week but uh but i'm not you know i'm i'm not the guy who sits down when uh when glow releases and watches <laughs> the entire thing in one season and goes well damn now i got a whole year they just released this yesterday now i have a whole year to wait for the next one. i can't even stretch it out a month you know like yeah uh but yeah i i just i just can't uh my brain's too malleable to uh <laughs> to keep things uh, straight straightened out um i so i i like watching them in in smaller smaller installments so it, for me it doesn't matter how they release it that's how i'm gonna watch it either way okay good i, I mean you we, we we both know my mine eric's opinion we've discussed yeah. it i think enough yeah. on here i just want to so another thing I want to add in real quick, just because y'all obviously already said, I give my, my opinion on the whole weekly format. I like that the episodes are like not quite, they're a little bit, because an hour long televised episode is usually like 40-ish, 42 minutes. 42, 42 I liked minutes. how these were like a little bit shorter. I like it because, and that helped. It made the storytelling um, concise and they were very efficiently made episodes. And I know that can sound kind of cold and robotic, but I mean that in like the best way possible um, because they're not restricted to a tele, you know, a broadcast format. They're not having to be like, okay, we've told our story. Let's fluff it out a little bit, which I know there's a lot of streaming services and this is not obviously the streaming series have been around for years prior to this, but I still feel like a lot of them do stick to that same, like, a half hour show is 22 minutes and then mm. 41 minutes or whatever for for this. I like how they kind of, the, the, the length would vary for the episodes and they took the time that they needed to tell the story. They didn't try to cut it to make it fit in a certain time. They didn't try to pad it to fit another time. So I like that as well. So that's my addition to, since I already answered this question, I like, I like the length of the episode. I thought they were perfect. So, um, I, I, that's what I want to bring up real quick. Cause because one, with, with the different lanes episodes, there was also different directors, there was different writers and stuff, but I felt like even though the series was done by different people, there was an overarching story still going while they had little adventures in between, which harkens back to a lot of older, like, I feel like older shows and stuff like that, where, like, now we've got shows that feel like they're driven by, like, it has to be plot, everything has to be moving this plot forward. Yes. 
And I hate that. It's it's nice because an episode that I think stands out and what I wanted to point out was the one where he goes to the moon. Was the one where he's with the 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 little village, the village of people, and everything, and meets um, Cara Dune and everything, and has all and has that little adventure and everything. That episode for me, and I'm not digging at the show real quick, and I mean, you guys will probably disagree or agree with me. If you took the cast of Firefly and threw them into that episode, I, I feel it say. would be the same episode, <laughs> and that's not bad. It's just, it's a, it's a cliche, but they did it to where yeah. it was done, I, I think, well enough to where I, I, I enjoyed it. Yes, I knew it was a cliche the whole time. Yes, he's going to sit there and help these these. These plucky, you know, villagers stand up to this to these evil people and everything. And, and like I said, if you took the cast from Firefly, um, the uh, from the anime uh, Outlaw Star, you could put everyone in, and it would be the same episode, and it would still be great. And I I really appreciate. Um, was that uh, sorry? I completely forgot which one of you two it was. Was it you or was it Phil or Eric that said that, that was one of their favorite episodes? That was me. That was okay. me, Eric. Okay, sorry. I I was like, I know it was one of you two, and I knew <laughs> it that... was definitely not me. Okay, you 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 did not like that episode. I just I, I like. I mean, you're talking about it right now. I've seen that story a hundred billion times. It was it was old when the Three Amigos parodied it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was, but but I do I do get why they did it in in we in talking about like old samurai movies and old yeah. westerns like that it's a trope it is a a tropey episode i didn't dislike it i just was like the entire time i'm i go i've seen this story a hundred times and i've seen it done better a hundred times it it just didn't quite it felt old and it felt it felt like old hat to me like um i did enjoy that he met Dune in that episode i enjoyed the little baby yoda watching them fight and and baby yoda with the kids like there were elements of that sh that episode that were fine uh it just it didn't hit me as one of my favorites and and i appreciate you pointing out phil because that is an episode i know from my knights of vader um discussions and everything that that was not a well-received episode and it was very like it was either you loved that episode or you hated it like there was yeah. very few people that were in the middle yeah, so. I remember when that episode. I remember when that one uh, aired, going online, because that's that was only like the third episode of the series. Mm -hmm. and uh, four. I, people were people Fourth? was it, was it, I was gonna say I knew it was I knew it was in the first half. Yeah, um, but people were like freaking out. Like they were like, "Well, this show's garbage now." And I was like, "Whoa!" Like that's <laughs> yeah. a little harsh, I think. But <laughs> it, it was, and, and, and I get I absolutely get where you're coming from. It is a it is absolutely a a trope. It is it's something that's been done a million times before um and i get why people didn't like it and i get why people did like it but you're right it was there was really no in between everyone was like oh i really like this and i like seeing mandalorian a mandalorian our mandalorian for this series in a situation but yeah I, I like the other end of the spectrum i feel like i saw people who were just like well this show's garbage now and it's like whoa <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm not going that extreme on it. <laughs> right it's like you know uh, um, I mean, I want to chime in too, though. So, uh, I no, you can't. Moving on. I well, I'm going to anyway. <laughs> so suck it up. So, kind of going off of what you said. Yes, you're absolutely right. I, that's why I love the episode. Um, it does make me think of. I mean, I can think of a an episode. Xena, Warrior Princess, oh, Hercules. Oh, I can think of an episode in 
in the last airbender series like i can remember certain little episodes like that where they did went to a town and helped out so i mean i i get it but i mean if if the one thing that frustrates me about kind of the people that eric's talking about where they were just like oh screw this you know it is you know you suck because in in my opinion like don't act like there are Every single show out there, it's been done. I mean, there's really not that many brand new ideas, you know, and it's, no. it's nice for... Sure. I like these kind of show these episodes. And now, of course, I don't want a whole season of it, obviously, but it's nice to have an episode like this in a season because... It, it's nostalgia, and it makes you, oh, gosh, I remember this, or, and, and it's fun, it's, it's lighthearted. Um, I disagree with what you said, though, Zinger, about how, like, you're like, you could plug anybody into this. I mean, it, this episode does still obviously follow the storyline. I yes. mean, it ends with her well, shooting the bounty hunter, and that's well, where they come to that decision. I, I have something I wanted to okay. say after you were done, because okay. I, I had something that dawned on me, and I wanted uh, to get to it. Um, but... To fall back on that as well, though, it is nice to have episodes like this, like you were saying, mm-hmm. with the fact that, like, I don't need every single episode to have to tie into the last episode and the episode coming forward. I mean, that's what's the problem with sometimes some of the, you know, Marvel and DC type stuff where they have to... Everything wants to ev- be serialized. Yeah, everything has mm-hmm. to be connected to a certain degree, and and that's why I do I do love that you know it's it's fine if they have episodes where they're not necessarily it's just you know that's why I fell in love with Firefly is because that same thing you could watch that show and there were some episodes that really had nothing to do with anything to do with the the main story they were trying to progress it was just a fun just watch this one story so mm. yeah so I I didn't have a problem with it. I, I get what people are saying, but, but it's just silly for people to expect every single episode of a show to have something brand new in it because it's, I mean, we've been around a while and there's been many stories. So they're going to, every time you see an episode, you probably could think of something that remind of that episode that reminds you of something else in the past. That's just the way it is. Oh, and uh, Ellie, the- you're obviously wrong and you don't know what to think about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Push my glasses up. I just hate. I hate fans like that. They drive me crazy. No, I know. No. I don't. My I don't opinion want to is sound like your opinion is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm coming down hard on it. It just wasn't my one of my yeah. favorites. Oh, oh no, 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 no! I wasn't uh, taking so, it. So if I came yeah. down like one of those guys, I definitely no, no, did not. I, Absolutely not. No, I was referring to the the people that Eric was talking about to where the tw- they were the like Twitter reaction. Yes, yeah, yeah that was. What I was, I was like, like, oh, episode over. Yep. Series <laughs> over. It was well, I mean, lasted for three previous episodes. Throw my TV in the garbage <laughs> i mean that's i mean that's that's the thing you can have an episode of a series that not everyone's gonna like it happens i mean mm-hmm. there's I, yeah not not i mean i know that ha- uh three-fourths of this round taper is gonna get this reference there's there's entire seasons of the simpsons that people don't like i mean it happens but um thank thank th- thank you for, for the verbal eye roll <laughs> ellie um no, of so, course. something i did want to point out though is I, I know that i said that you know this was a nice departure but at the same time if you're looking at the overall story you had the episode of him escaping you know the mandalorians all fighting you know that the, the, the huge yeah. climax of like the first quote-unquote arc this was a nice little instead of leading into immediately something else it was a nice little breather 
for us to because I mean you you can't follow action with yeah. more action. It's it's everyone wants that, but when you get that, you hate it. Yeah. So. I, I, I do, in, in the overall story, they, they did a good job moving from one thing to the other with, I mean, especially I think this trans, this is a great transition episode that I don't think a lot of people appreciate in that, in that regards of it was a nice transition and that's why I think a lot of people have the hatred of it. Uh, Phil having his, um, it, just complete and utter indifference to it that was perfectly fine. I just yeah. wanted more Carl Weathers. Is oh. that so wrong? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let... All, and that, go, that goes beyond this show. I just needed more Carl Weathers in my life. Period. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, let's let's take a quick moment to talk about some of the casting and some of the other like ancillary characters in this show. Carl Weathers in this show, it, he slowly got more Arrested Development Carl Weathers as the series yes. went on for me, <laughs> and. It, it it was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, he's being serious. He's going to be, you know, a very serious character. And then slowly, the more you were around him, the slower he devolved into, oh man, you you hang on to that bone. You you put in some hot water. You, you got you got soup going. There. Like I was just soup waiting. On. Yeah. So, uh, Ellie, what, what what did you think of um of Carl? Uh, oh my gosh, I'm actually forgetting his name. Now in the show, but but Carl, Carl Weathers' character, Grief Carga. Yes, there we go. I, I was like, it is some ridiculous name. <laughs> I, I mean, I loved him. He's awesome. What did 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 did, did you think that that the baby Yoda or, or the child was going to eat him though? <laughs> oh yes, I love that. <laughs> He's going to eat me. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I that was great. I thought that was funny. And yeah, yeah, he's he's entertaining, obviously. And see, that's another great moment where there was comedy thrown in here, but it wasn't sacrificing like yeah. anything. It, it it was just stupid, funny at moments for just the humor of it. It wasn't like take you out of the scene, per se. I mean, in my opinion, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with that. No, I. It was it was a it was a much needed like bit of levity in a very like dark. Uh, Totally and visually, since they were like in the dark, like it was, it was a much needed bit of levity. I thought. I mean, I think everyone knew that little bit of la- that little laugh right there. So I liked it. He, he didn't feel out of place or anything. He did have a lot of great, great one-liners later on, though. He had that. He's like, he's gonna eat me, and then do the, and then the going to the uh, child going do do the do do the hand thing. Do the hand thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waves at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, another one that I thought was great. Another um. A- actor I thought was great. Of course, we have. It seems like the quote-unquote villain characters are all great in this. The Tonks, huh? Tonks. Tonks. Tonks is in this. Explain. Really? Who played Tonks in Harry Potter? You're really An actress? upset. You're upsetting me right now. We're gonna have to stop this whole episode so I can. Be here. Tonks. <laughs> really? I don't know actors' names most of the time or actresses. No, it's not her name. It's the character in Harry Potter. Yeah. I thought you loved her. Yeah, I like the character. I don't remember the She's actor at all. She's in the show. What part did she play? Come on, you can do it. Oh, wait, she was the Twi'lek. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know the actor actress's name still. It's Natalia Tenna. There, that person. Well, <laughs> well but I'm just saying, I th- she... I love seeing her in this show. I thought it was... I loved her in the Harry Potter series, and it was nice to see her, you know, in this as well. 
Uh, that okay so that episode is a great episode i wanted to talk about um the 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 client a little bit but i'm sure we'll round back to that Mm -hmm. that is another great episode that is if you want cookie cutter script writing that's another episode for it but i think they did a great job with it because i like i said earlier it it was almost one of my favorite moments and and it had a great story and built the the overall star wars universe at times too of like if you want to be a nerd that's going to be into a ton of stuff they're they're having to use droids and stuff for security because most of the rebel alliance disbanded after the war was over so that's a fun fact i don't know if it's mentioned in the episode or if i saw that on something else but no that that, that is a great episode you have the whole you know getting the game together and apparently me not knowing who somebody is and she's psycho and thank you for eric i think that was eric that said said her so thank you <laughs> it was probably Phil. Oh, I, well, it was, we were all yelling at each other, so I, I couldn't decipher everyone individually, but yes. <laughs> that episode yeah, had a lot of, uh, I mean, like, Bill Burr was in that episode. and uh, right, I was uh, I was looking that up beforehand when I was going through, because I almost brought that up as one of my moments, and I was like, man, I forgot how many people were in this episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, Clancy Brown is in that. Um, is it Mark... Boone Jr., the guy yeah. with the beard, the big biker guy. He's mm-hmm. in uh, all the. He was in a bunch of Christopher Nolan movies. Oh, and yeah, he's um, anarchy and stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. he's he's not not Gordon. He's he's the other cop he's, that Batman. He's uh, Flash. Yeah, from, uh, Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's great, and uh, that it's just that episode. I remember the first time I watched it. It's like. Oh, he's in this, and then Bill Burr comes around. The, I'm like, what is going on? Michael Watiti's in that is the droid. It's just like everybody is in this freaking episode. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the Rebel Alliance uh, pilot that they take hostage and everything. If I remember correctly, he's the voice of Anakin Skywalker for the Clone Wars series. And if oh, wow. you really want to get into it, at the end of the episode, the there the, the the X-Wings that come in, one of the pilots is Dave Filoni. Yay. I tra- and I think his character's name is Trapper Wolf. So, yes. it, 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 yeah, and, and he has an obsession with wolves. And you, you can definitely see that if you go watch Rebels or, <laughs> um, or Clone Wars. There's plenty of wolf-related stuff there. Sorry, it's, it's just... That, there, there's, there's a tiny bit of my um, Knights of Vader bleeding over right now of us just being tired of of him and everything in certain regards <laughs> but um but yes uh sorry did you have something to say ellie you're you're giving me a look like like you no, need to I say didn't. something okay so the client um walter herzog warner 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 herzog yeah um i loved him as the quote-unquote villain for mm-hmm. a lot of the the series um the the whole the the empire's gone but there's still remnants of it it just his slow, the his his very thought out. The way he acted, it was oh, yeah. great. The way and he, I, he yeah. speaks, so is, eccentric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I loved it, and I thought it was a great, you know, like villain to have for a while. And then, of course, he's topped by having um, <laughs> by having Moff Gideon come in at the end yeah. and everything. Yeah. So I, I, it, it was just I, I, I love the villains in this in this show. I don't know if you guys had an opinion on on the villains, quote unquote throughout this series so far i i i same thing i thought they were great you know you when you get a good when you get a good villain like villains are always fun characters they're always fun it doesn't matter how goofy or bastards they are if they're played right 
they're great. And Werner Herzog and Giancarlo Esposito both do a great job. And, and I mean, there's a lot of villains throughout. I, like I said, uh, Ming Na Wen was great mm-hmm. as uh, what's her name. And I, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really great. And especially because like um, you know, and I like how I mean, you get it with the um, beginning and the end, but I like being able to see these sort of like breakoffs of the empire where it's sort of like, oh, hey, you're the empire, but you're not, you don't have the power of the empire behind you. Like you are essentially kind of an outlaw at this point Mm -hmm. because the empire is supposed to be like down. So it's sort of like you're seeing these people still act uh, in the name of the empire, just without that force behind it. And so it's sort of like when you think about how, you know, the the emperor and Darth Vader, they have the whole, they have this galaxy spanning force behind them. And then you see these two who are, very menacing in their own right, uh, kind of continuing the, the the empire in their own in their own way. So I I love both of them. Kind of bookending the beginning and the end of the mm. the uh, the season. You got you got anything, Phil? Oh, uh, yeah. Just as far as like uh, Werner Herzog showing up, I was more surprised to see him than I was to see the child. <laughs> like I was like. <laughs> When he first shows up on screen, I'm like, is that Werner Herzog? What? I had to stop and look it up. I'm like, there's no way he's doing this. Ser-. And it, sure enough, and I'm like, it's that crazy little German man, like being, a, you know, I'm just like, this is insane. And, uh, but it was so cool to see him. Like, he's, he's not winking. He's not, like, he's chewing scenery. And you can tell he's just having a great time yeah. uh, being this kind of uh kind of a, a warlord you know mm-hmm. like a like a local uh uh strong strong arm or something um but to that to that uh note of what you guys were talking about seeing like the aftermath of the original trilogy yeah. you know and and it is sort of like you know we it's like when when the USSR failed and and there was all these break off republics it feels like that it's like mm-hmm. there's these right. really unstable pockets of the universe and there's all these kind of unemployed stormtroopers who are going to work for these local warlords and uh and we're just seeing familiar stuff but it's also like all those stormtroopers look dirty yeah i I love that touch everything is is the the empire the bad guys don't look clean and 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 uniform anymore they look uh battle battle scarred and just just ragged on on every edge and i just i loved all of that it was it was star wars the way it's supposed to be where it's like just dirty and grungy Mm -hmm. and and really gritty it was and it was great to see the the villains at the head of this stuff just chewing scenery and having a good time with it and leaning in on on every bit of that world building I, I, I like the little touch where um, he turns in his first bounty and the the Imperial credits are put on the table <laughs> and it, the comment of, well, you, you know, they they still spend in everything. And it's right. and it's like, I mean, yeah, not 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 to get too like geopolitical or anything like that. But I mean, you're th- th- this is showing what happens when like what was technically running the running ga- running the galaxy collapsed. Like, yeah. you would still yeah. technically have people that would take Imperial credits and stuff like that because it was what was still established. And that's probably why a lot of people wouldn't turn in something like the Empire being somewhere. It's because it's like, well, I mean, what's the the uh, Rebel Alliance going to do? Like, they might not be as big of a force anymore. 
or and since you're in the outer rim who's to say they're even going to send somebody out here it's like they still have control and everything i think that's a very interesting thing i hope we get more of that world building in season two so something i wanted to mention that was brought up way earlier and now i'm going back to it was at the end of the episode on tattooing there is an individual that walks up to the body who do we all think that individual is and and I think I made that clear on what episode that was, and because it kind of has like spur sounds to it. I mean, I I I think I'm going with the popular theory of it's Boba Fett. I'm going with that too, Ellie. I'm not sure still at this point, but yeah, I mean, it, it could be that's what they're leading towards. I mean, I, I kind of also maybe was like maybe Moff Gideon, but I'm like no, it 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 because when. We knew his character was coming in the series, so when it first showed, I was like, oh, maybe this is a hint at him. But I'm like, no, he travels pretty heavy with with troops and everything as a power move. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm I'm still thinking Boba Fett. Phil, what about you? Uh, I think it's Lobot. I think he finally left Cloud City and uh, is... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> and became a bounty hunter. <laughs> he's just tooling around uh the galaxy yeah uh, collecting bounties yeah uh yeah i mean it's probably boba fett if it i mean it, i don't think that anyone's really yeah outside of the surprises of Werner herzog and the child like they're not really looking to blow anybody's hair back with some everybody kind of knows boba fett is coming in this series eventually like you kind of can't do a mandalorian series without at least bringing him up as a legend his name has to be dropped somewhere they've i mean is it confirmed that they've they've got it coming in season two or um oh well then they okay i i think asaka's not ahsoka's not confirmed but i think boba fett i thought i thought i thought um they confirmed that ahsoka is because they filmed it with her, they already they filmed the stuff. I know, but are you sure for sure for sure? Okay, what well, you okay? So to, I don't know if anyone's got anything else, say it now because I guess we're going to end this with the rumor mill and what, and what we have looking, what we want in season two. I mean, I'll look it up really quick too. I, I was giving you time to do that while oh. we talked about if anyone. Well, had we it. need to talk about the music. Oh crap! Yes, that is right. Um, I feel like someone would yell at me if you didn't. The okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take t- take the lead on this real quick. Yeah, no, you're fine. The music for this series, yeah, it's amazing. Ellie took the words out of my mouth. Um, it is instantly iconic, instantly Star Wars. It is. It is. I loved every episode when the music played. Loved it. Loved it. And now Phil's gonna say he hated it. No, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't put that much uh i mean it didn't grab me the way it did you but it is like it's very fitting no no i'm not i'm not saying that as a diss to it like it's it's very fitting i like that they didn't use traditional star wars music to just try and fan service everybody through there and that there is like those um uh it it's almost just moody music that is I think very again reminiscent of like spaghetti westerns and yeah. things like that, where it's it's very sort of it's minimal at sometimes, and it just sort of sets the menace for whatever scene is coming up. Um, I'm I'm talking about like you know like the theme that plays, it's got like that weird whistle to it, or yeah. 
Uh, it yeah. sounds it sounds almost mechanical, uh, but uh, yeah, I I think of like the man with no man, no name on stuff like that because he's yep. it's it's playing as he's walking into you know some sort of showdown or some sort of uh, uh, big face off with something. It's no, it's solid. Um, I I wouldn't have put that much emphasis on on it, um, but you know when someone points it out, it is like oh yeah, it's it's. It's nothing that it's not generic TV show music that can take you out of whatever you're watching. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I, I I thought it was amazing. It was something to where I really enjoyed it because I think a lot of the times they'd either lead into the music with sound effects or lead out to where like the music kind of blended into the episode going in and out. It's atmospheric. Which, yeah, yeah, it was very it was very atmospheric. So. So yes, thank you, Ellie, for pointing out. I would have regretted not talking about the music because it's something like instant. Like, oh man, I should just get that as a ringtone and everything. <laughs> just and just have some spurs and sit there and put put my feet up on the counter. All right, Ellie, you, you're giving me a thumbs up that, that you've got stuff. So, so um, so let's let's do the rumor mill. So I know that the start of this was um, and I'm not gonna remember any of these actresses or actors' names off the top of my head. So Ellie, you're gonna have to tag in for. Some of this stuff, but um, we are allegedly getting a live-action Ahsoka done by Rosaria Dawson. Yes. Yeah, I did get it right off the top of my head. I love her. I I do too. I'm I'm kind of yeah. excited. Okay, I'm divided because you have the the actress who's done the voice and who has cosplayed as Ahsoka, and I think would do a great job. But at the same time, this is an older Ahsoka, and Rosaria Dawson would be fun to see as Ahsoka. So that's that's kind of my thing here, and I and she's a bigger name, and Disney yes. probably yeah. wants that that star power. Yes. So so I'm I'm excited for this. I'm hoping that it's something to where here here's my thing with all these things we're going to talk about, and this is kind of I guess I'm going to just say my hopes for season two now, real quick is I don't want everything they're going to be doing to overpower a great thing they've already had. Cause I I kind of get this feeling I'm like they're they're it's like you 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 made me an amazing ice cream sundae and now somebody's throwing a few more toppings on it and you're like okay careful 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 and then someone's running over with hot fudge and you're like okay that's too much now but um I, that's 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 just my opinion of you have the perfect ice cream sundae someone's just adding a few more toppings to it and there's a tipping point of when it becomes too much so that's that's kind of my opinion but I'm. I'm excited. So that's that's one. Um, who else do we got, Ellie? Uh, well, uh, yes, Bobo Fett is confirmed. And done by the actor who played Django Fett and who, uh, uh, it kills me to say this, is technically the voice of Boba Fett now in the original trilogy. Thanks, special edition. He's no good to me if he's dead, mate. hashtag not my boba fett (laughs) right (laughs) or space australia or whatever Uh, space new zealand um new zealand i was gonna say what was it what do they call it in dbza but yeah yeah i digress but apparently isn't captain rex supposed to be in there too so he's gonna be technically playing captain rex as well i okay i've heard rumors that boba fett captain rex are supposed to be in it um ahsoka and then um, two of the Mandalorians from the Clone Wars series and from Rebels. And if someone can tag in on their names, I know it's the two females and I cannot remember their names. Nobody? 
Ella, are you just playing no, your I game, or are you looking up stuff? I'm, I'm looking up stuff. I'm <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm like, she is either playing a game on her phone furiously or looking up stuff, and I can't tell which. No, Captain Rex is confirmed for Mandalorian Season 2. And that will be played by the same guy who's, who did Boba Fett. Well, who did Jango Fett and is Boba Fett. I don't know. I it's Well, it, I mean, it kind of has to be. He's a clone, so wouldn't you use the same actor? Uh, I mean... Right? Possibly. And, and how, okay, how is a clone still alive? You know what? I'm not going to get into it. That's another discussion. <laughs> it, it might be. I don't know. I, I, okay. Yeah, with the Empire gone, I mean, they wouldn't be getting their lysine every day. Oh. So there's no way. They, oh, wait. Those are dinosaur clones. Yes. Never mind. Yes, di- di- dinosaur clones. Different Aus- Rex clone. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Phil. I, I can't I'll, tell. I'll show myself out. <laughs> I can't tell if you just hit a home run or bunted your way to first. <laughs> um, but, but no, I mean, I, I don't know. What, what, what do you guys think of them adding all these new characters? I mean, adding all these existing characters to the series and everything. Do you think it would be better I'm, with them, without them? Do you think it's going to be just a one-off? You know, you see them for a few minutes, or I'm I'm with you. I feel like there needs to be a reason for them to be there, but I don't want them to overstay their welcome. I think that that Sunday analogy is perfect. Like, you thank you. Those awesome Sundays that has like the perfect mix of the toppings, but then it's like you're putting too much on, and or you know, because you can add a little bit more to really emphasize something or really knock it home, or you could put way too much in, and you're like, I can't taste the ice cream for all the toppings, so. Um, I, I'm, I'm with you when I started seeing who all these characters were that they are, are bringing or are rumored to be coming in. I was like, ah, if they do it right. This is going to be cool, but they could really screw this up big time. Yeah. I think they're going to, I think they're going to bring them in, but they will be small, small roles. I don't think they're going to come in as like new headlining characters. But I don't want them to. I want them to be. You're right. I don't want them to be new headlining characters. I don't want them to be so small though that that it is true like fan service in the bad way. We're like, hey, here it is, Boba Fett. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like there, like a sore thumb, like you're eating. You're eating. I keep going back to the Sunday because I really want ice cream right now. Um, <laughs> but you're like eating the Sunday, and all of a sudden you're like, you're like, why is there a hot pepper in here? Whew. All right, let me get back to the ice cream. Like I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it to be like there for the sake of being there. Like. Make them, even if they are brief, make them count. And I, I'm cautiously optimistic that they're going to do that, but I really hope that, that cautious optimism becomes just good old optimism. Phil, what about you, sir? Uh, I mean, a lot of these are Clone Wars characters, and I just don't have the connection to Clone Wars enough to care if they show up one way or the other. Like, if it's fan service that that's going to wink at you, I'm going to miss the wink, probably. You know, like, I know who Ahsoka is. I know who Rex is. But if it's any kind of deep cut, I'm not going to, I'm not going to under, I'm not going to get the reference, you know. Uh, But but Boba Fett, I just have always figured, like, yeah, he's going to show up in this eventually. When they show um, Mando as a kid being rescued uh by the Mandalorians, I kind of half expected it to be Boba Fett that opened up that that storm cellar he was hiding in. Um, I right. just, I, I mean, it's just kind of a given that he's eventually gonna be there. But they did some really clever fan service slash tribute stuff in this. There's a 
there's an American graffiti reference that I caught in, in here really? watching the second time through <laughs> that is like, that is a either insane coincidence or that is a deep cut salute to George Lucas. Um, uh, so they have the ability to do fan service in clever ways that does not club you over the head and just kind of pays tribute to what they really enjoy about about the franchise as a whole, you know? All right, so here was the one I was trying to think of earlier. Katie Sackhoff was reported, is reported to be playing a live-action role in the Mandalorian Season 2 as Bo-Katan. Right. I saw that. Who is a, another Mandalorian character from the Clone Wars series and Rebels. On that note, I just want to ask you guys, what do you think of the revelation? Because this is something I remember on Night's Vader, we kept on having this argument back and forth of, oh, uh, well, Man- Mandalorians and the Clone Wars take their helmets off all the time, this, that, and the other. The revelation of Mandalorian, the that Mandalorian isn't a just a race, it's a creed, or like a, like, almost cult, I guess, thing. Because that, 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 that was mean, revealed during the, um, actually, the final yeah. episode. I, I, I enjoy of, that um, yeah. because it oh, is sorry, sorry. sort of like a, a samurai code. Um, and, and I believe over the course of, like, the old EU and everything, what Mandalorians are has changed several times. Yep. So uh, uh, the fact that it's in flux constantly is almost, it shouldn't shock anybody at this no. point anymore. If I remember correctly, I think at one point Jango Fett was supposed to be the last Mandalorian. At one at one point in the EU, I think that's how it was supposed to be, was he was the only one left. It's possible. But, I mean, that once again, that's changed now so many times, and I personally like the fact that it's, that they kind of explain that there's like, the planet Mandalore, there's Mandalorians that live on there, but there's kind of like, even a deeper cut of like, these are like the true Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. So I think there could be some Mandalore on Mandalore, like, goings on, having all these other Mandalorians, if I keep saying Mandalore, maybe they'll pay me more, <laughs> um, getting involved in this possible Season 2 stuff. So, Ellie, I don't know if you had an opinion on that, the whole Mandalorian, Mandalore reveal. You, you need to talk. Sh- shaking your head isn't... Oh, well, I mean, no. I mean, I, no. That's more of a you thing. Oh, uh, okay. To overanalyze stuff. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> no, I, I had kind of always thought about that myself. Like, I remember uh, reading the, uh, and it's been so long. I mean, I, I was in like seventh grade when I read it, but I read the, the Tales of the Bounty Hunters book where they went through all the ones who were going after Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And they talked about Mandalorians in that. And I remember kind of, they, they left it kind of ambiguous. I'm like, so are they an alien race? Is it a creed? And so in my mind, it's always been in this weird middle ground between it being a race and sort of like, yeah like a creed um but I, I i kind of like that um i like that aspect but yeah i mean there are they're they're kind of like samurais or uh gunslingers or whatever so i i i kind of like that now that we kind of know where 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 they're where we're taking star wars now i i like kind of having a little more but we still leaving it open like you said like we could maybe in season two we will go to mandalore phil i, I don't think we ever got your your response of what what you want out of season two uh, I want to see uh, uh, Esposito open up a fried chicken place uh, in that old <laughs> cantina 
Uh, but it's it's all the salacious crumb uh, species that we saw on the spit. And it's, uh, <laughs> no, uh, really, I just want, I want more sort of wandering samurai adventures. I, I want that to be what the show is, like Kung Fu. You know, if you remember old, the old Kung Fu series. That was Kung Fu. Yeah, this wandering warrior who had adventures every week. And, and that's, that's what I love about this show. Um, and, and that's just kind of what I want going forward is just more of that. Same thing. I don't want this, like every TV show that I really enjoy, I don't want it to go too long. I want it to go a few seasons and then punch out while it's still good. And, uh, and as long as we get that while he's working towards his goal of taking the child to his people, um, you know, I'm, I'm on board for as, you know, a few more seasons, as much as that, that they want to keep fresh. Um, that's, that's about all I can ask of this, this series. Ellie, I don't, I don't, I don't think you've given your analogy of what, what kind of Sunday you want for season two. Um, I would like four scoops of seasons <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I'm kind of with Phil. Like I, I'm okay with them going long enough to where it's like the in in game to service the story. Yeah, but once he gets there, like you know, like Prison Break. <laughs> no one's gonna get that reference, Ellen. No. Okay, so back in the day, Prison Break. Wonderful. She's gonna keep going. No, I am gonna go. I don't want it to be like Prison Break to where like. They did the season. It was fun. It was hot. It was fresh. And then they broke out. And then they went back in. And then they broke out again. <laughs> and they took like a one season show and made it five for some reason. Okay. Allow me to. I, I think I got a better better analogy real quick. It's like the Fast and the Furious. Remember in the first ones when they were stealing VHS. I mean DVD play. Was it VHS or DVD players? It was one of the two they were stealing. And then now they're going to be going to the moon. That's not a plot for an upcoming movie. But. Would you be surprised if I was wrong? <laughs> no, not with that series, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, so, I mean, it would be really cool if they, you know, they they did two or three really good seasons and, you know, <laughs> we'll do a community, what, five seasons, six seasons in a movie, five yeah. seasons or whatever they said. But, but no, I, I, I don't like it either when shows go on and on and on when you, they feel like they're just kind of making stuff up just to... Oh, it's still exciting, and we're still getting ratings, so let's milk it for as long as we can milk it. So, yes, I'd rather see it go out on a good good note then. But there is something very important that we do have to discuss, though, before we leave today. Okay, well, I, I've, I, I've, I've decided I'm to do a Jerry Springer final thought moment for Zinger at the, at the end. So Okay, so you're more than welcome to do that. So we do have to discuss, wasn't though. wasn't asking. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So we have to discuss though who gets to build the razor crest. Oh god dang it. <laughs> Alright, for those of you listening and for those of you on this episode, there has been this there 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 is a house divided right now. The Zingus has become a a festering pool of different uh digital versus physical, <laughs> dumping a ton of episodes at once versus weekly. Who's going to get to build the Razor Crest Lego when we buy it? Yeah. So this is the I mean, current argument right now. Who's going to build only, it? The only, way I, the only way I see out of this is you buy two and you each get your own. 
There's, All right. There's, hey, no, it's going to be pricey, but you know what? You do it. <laughs> Phil, Just what, do what, it what, because it's going to save a lot of marital strife. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what, what, what about you? What, what is your you, opinion? You are a clan of two. Work together. <laughs> we, we, okay, we, we have offered the build it together thing. And yeah. once again, Ellie, you are shaking your head. You need I, to speak when I, you are disagreeing not, on a podcast. <laughs> no, it's not the same. I've struck that down. Okay, so I'm going to go with the King Solomon thing of we just build it and then split it in half. <laughs> we just get a Very chainsaw wise. and Very cut it in half. The wisest podcast. <laughs> okay, how about one of you gets to do the razor crest and someone else gets to do like one of the Lego like three in one like the basic thing where it's like a car or, a or whatever. <laughs> just sitting to the side. It's like basically the exact same thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that might work. All right. Um as of right now, I think um Price-wise, this is not a good idea, but I think Eric has a point. <laughs> Just going to leave that there. Because, <laughs> um, Phil, as much as I would love to work together with her, I have offered uh, we build it together, one of us builds, and she is still, once again, shaking her head no at that no. idea. <laughs> I see that's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we've got till what, August? I, I'm sure you have the date marked like on your, like, yeah, well, August is when all of the new Harry Potter Lego series are released as well for Lego sets. See, so you'll be too they're, busy building all the Lego Harry Potters to build the Razorcrest. I feel like they've made every every location in Harry Potter. Lego There's about seven, seven or eight new. Oh sets God, dang that are coming it! You got her started. Yes, I'm so oh, the astronomy talent <laughs> uh, tower looks really cool too. I'm just and gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Now they're into, like, building printed drive and all this stuff like that. Actually, yes. actually, that is one of the sets. Yes. Is that one of them? Yes. yes. Gosh, I mean, that is a joke. It's, like, it's just the Dursleys. There's nothing magic. It's just a house. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. in a private drive, and I can't remember if they have anything really, I'm, I'm sure there's a little cupboard they, for Harry to be tossed well, in. Well, they, yeah, they have the, like, little section for you to, like, build his little uh, bedroom under the stairs, and then they have the little chute where you can put the little Lego um, mail through so that it, it can, it comes through like it's in the scene where the mail's coming through all the doors. Yeah. It's, nice. It's cute. Yeah. Okay, so sorry. We'll, we'll, You're gonna we'll have to continue. stop me. I'm gonna just keep going. We'll, we'll continue the Razor Crest discussion on another episode when we force a host or co-host to d- when decide it gets our closer to the time. God, it, it's gonna just be a war. Um, so can, can I talk real quick about the merch I want to see out of this show? Yes, actually, yes, please do. Uh, I all I really want is a book full of the concept art that plays over the end end credits are playing. Those concept paintings are so beautiful. I just want a book full of them. And it it is, it's so incredible. I I don't hardly ever sit and watch the entire end credits, but you can't shut it off in the middle of of the Mandalorians. They're great. They're fantastic. Yeah, we were talking about that too, how we'd like to have some of those framed. Yeah, you you said that I would love to have like the the image of him, you know, with he's his finger, at the baby. Where, where he's holding his finger out towards the baby. I'm like, wait, do you mean like a cell of that, or do you want the like concept art? Because yeah, I'd rather have the concept art because mm-hmm. the concept yeah. art looks amazing. So yeah. yes. 
So yes, um, I and, and once again, as an artist, Phil, thank you for pointing that out. I I appreciate you you staying on brand with that statement. It's uh yeah, I'm I'm kind of required to, but yeah, no, I, just, <laughs> I I I love it, and I love how some of the designs are different than what ended up in the yeah. show. You know, just all of that stuff that's that's wonderful about concept art is is all right there on display. So so now we're we're here for the new segment on Zingness, uh, Zinger's Corner, where Zinger looks back on the previous episode and makes a quick statement about it. Because, you know, why not just steal from Jerry Springer? Because I don't think anyone gets that reference, except for all of us, because we're old. Um, so my thing is this. With the series, they have alluded to that them throwing throwing every side character they possibly can is possible for them setting up, like, other series. And I'm kind of okay with that. Like, like if they're in there long enough to where it's like, oh, we could get, like, a... Uh, ahsoka series live action series or this or that like that, that that's cool but once again don't take away from the product you have on hand so that's 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 my final thoughts today anyways uh phil where can people find more from you uh i'm gonna just plug my instagram page today because i just posted a drawing that i did while recording this episode of the mandalorian so whoa yes at philrude75 on Instagram. And that's probably the thing that I update the most. So, uh, yeah, give me a follow there. That is really cool, sir. That 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 is actually awesome. I'm going to hit like on that because that is really cool. Uh, th- Phil, thank you for being on. It is, it is always a pleasure to have, have you on and, and on for discussions, whether it be the Simpsons Halloween uh, specials or us discussing Star Wars and... And whatever other nerdy topics we can pry you on to and everything. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It was great to talk about something I was really into instead of having to, you know, try and make sense out of the Meg or something like that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, af- a- after doing 200 and some episodes of Zingness, I feel most of those episodes Phil was on was pure torture for him. So yeah, It was like, <laughs> who should we have for the Meg? I know. <laughs> Phil and Austin out here. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you agreed to it it happened it's a thing it happened <laughs> that was a thing yeah all right eric where can people find more from you when you're not doling out your um wittiness on our show on on, on this show our show is in me you and ellie yeah there we go uh you so you can find me at eric berg or you can find me at backlog berg on instagram which i've been updating after going yeah i might update at some point i've been i've been a little more regular with it with uh with animal crossing out just posting random pictures uh, so you can find me there. Uh, I have spoken. Uh, you can, of course, find more from Zingness on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you find great content. Uh, and, of course, you can find more episodes of Zingness wherever you find great podcasts. So definitely go check that out. Uh, over 200 episodes available. So there's got to be one you'll like, I guess. Anyways, on that, we will say um, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I have spoken.
been listening to a fourth hand joint.